I'm Natalie Mills. And I'm Sarah Stark. And you are listening to The Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we show up for our kids by showing up for ourselves. We are not experts. We're just two best friends and moms. We love learning to laughing and laughing together. Uh, I have two kids, a 10-month-old... Ha, no, I have two kids, an almost one-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. We'll get these ages done. Eventually, right? Eventually, we'll get there. And I have four kids, an eight-year-old daughter, and three sons who are eight, six, and two. So if you want to know you're not the only parent whose children have way better hygiene than you do, then you've come to the right space. The way this works is each week, Natalie and I will have a yes, a no, and a hello, or in other words, something good, bad, and something random that has to do with what's on our minds after another week surviving parenthood. Sarah and I have a feeling you'll be able to relate to our experiences. But if you can't relate, if you can relate, tell us about it. We love hearing from you. You can email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com. We want to know what you think about the topics we cover or just to hear a yes or a no from your week. So next week, instead of our usual episode, we have a really exciting and special interview episode that we are going to release for you. It's with someone that you have heard Sarah talk about quite a bit. Their name is Kelsey, and their Instagram handle is at Coaching with Kelsey. And we have a really cool conversation with them about body image and self-image. And they had some amazing, incredible advice. And so we cannot wait to share that with you. Do you have any rewinds? No, I, my rewind is that you were talking about that you don't know anything about sports, but that you're very like energetic, enthusiastic sports mom. And I just realized yeah. I really want to go to one of your kids' games now just with you. <laughs> I don't really particularly care to watch sports either, but I think it would be kind of amazing because the energy would be contagious. Yes, I think that would be really fun. How about you? Any rewinds? No, I don't think so. Um, Not that I can think of, at least. I never write them down if I do think of any. I know. And I just recently, I just can't seem to remember anything. Uh, That mom brain, it's real. Yeah, I all think right. I'm just out of it, tired and all that. Yep. Should we get started? Yes. Sweet. All right. I'm up first this week, and my yes is Spanx. <laughs> <laughs> and I want right. to talk about Spanx in, like, a way that um, I still respect my body no matter what size it is, and I love my body no matter what size it is. So there's like that part of Spanx where it like kind of smooths out all of my mom rolls. I wish there was a more loving word than rolls, but that's what it is. <laughs> I don't yeah. say that disdainfully. I say that in a factual manner. Yeah. Oh, and um go. but yeah, I and I and I like that like if I wear something that like needs a little bit more of, you know. So I do like that about Spanx, but there's also something about Spanx that's like it feels so controlled, <laughs> you know, almost like weighted, weighted blankets are um, like they're therapeutic almost. That's sometimes what Spanx feel like for me. Yeah. <laughs> like it well, just feels like, like being in a swaddle. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. <laughs> You're exactly. swaddling yourself with shapewear. <laughs> <laughs> that's they exactly just back and forth it. like thank you like uh-huh. she the, okay the ceo of spanx is pretty incredible like she started it uh-huh. out of her i don't know her garage but probably like her room or something and now she's like like one of the wealthiest women in the world and she seems pretty uh-huh. incredible but like i i like what if we pitched to her <laughs> like okay spanx but like to help soothe <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like you just put it all over your body and just like ah, I'm safe. I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> like a new therapeutic kind technique. Like, I really feel like well, there might be some like evidence behind this. <laughs> it's like for dogs, they call them what like thunder blankets, thunder jackets, or whatever. Yeah. So it's oh, like we had one for our old lab because she yeah. hated storms. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, except it's for humans and in everyday yeah. situations that might stress you out. So um, <laughs> it's a hug that makes you look. Good. <laughs> Did we just come up with the new motto for space? <laughs> okay, who is the name of the sea? Let, I'm serious. I'm I'm gonna email her. I, we need to write this down. Okay. So I have one pair of Spanx that I have had since I was a senior in high school. I wore them to my <laughs> senior year prom. That's and impressive. That was, what, 14 years ago. These things have no seams that are together anymore. It's fraying all <laughs> over the place. About once a month, it needs a haircut where I just like cut all the edges off. But they're so comfortable. They are so comfortable. And it's oh, I like it because they're not yeah. They're not like super suction where it's trying to make me look like a person that I'm not. It's more just like if I walk, things are not bouncing. Kind of like yes. a bra. You know? And so or like I love smoothed them. out. Like if it's a little like if your outfit's a little yes. cleanier, it gives you like that yeah. like shape or it gives you a nice shape. That's exactly. what I like about it. Too. Exactly. It's not about making me it's, look thinner. It's making no me just like yeah, like the like my rolls that are coming out on top now just from having a baby. Yeah, it just happens with kids. Pressed yeah. in and well, know. that's why I like wearing tight jeans too. It's nice. like it makes me feel a little controlled. You yes, know, there's something I like about that feeling that I really, I really enjoy that. So, but now I, I a while ago, I think it was last year for our anniversary. Um, I like tried to start this tradition where we bought. Basically, I bought each of us new outfits just for our anniversary night. So we went out to dinner. And so for mine, I bought brand new. I bought brand new Spanx for mine, which like, you know, once you've worn them for 14 years that they're like easy to put on and they they meld to your body. Brand new Spanx. It's like getting prepared for war. It was so. And these are the kind my powerful. Yes. My old ones are just like the tall shorts kind of, you know. Yeah. Like go to your boobs. But my new ones are like that goes all the way straps up. It's like a full body from shoulder to knee. I hope you have a pee hole. Okay, there is. But have you ever successfully even tried to use one? I don't know because I I have I only have the shorts. Okay, there is a pee hole. But I cannot figure out how it's supposed to work. Right. How are you not going to get soaked in urine? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so maybe maybe we'll make this a um, lumpy mother test. Each of us can, the yes. next time we're together, well, we'll I, each get I some fresh I would like to buy spanks. some new spanks because mine are like too small. Oh, well, see? Well, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, technically, I can 
fit them on, but they no. it's hard to breathe. So well, they're not supposed to <laughs> suffocate you. Yeah, yeah. It's not a what do you uh, what's the like a corset? corset. <laughs> <laughs> I just did well, a, so... a lot of really extensive <laughs> hand gestures, but to I figured out what you were though. trying to say, so it worked. You did. Um, yeah, so these new ones are like full body style and they take forever to put on. And <laughs> Nick walked in on me once trying to get them on. And I poop in front of him all of the time, but I've never felt so vulnerable as when he walked in and I was trying to like squeeze these spanks yes. over my thighs and then my mom hips. And it's just, and there's always that horrible, horrible moment where it gets like stuck right underneath your belly. So it like, it, and it makes everything before else it goes much more like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes it all feel much more jelly-like. Before, yes. you know what I'm, and I'm so like so part of it's just like pushed up. <laughs> so it's yes. like a very, like, like it's, it's displacing all the fat. <laughs> it's like an actual muffin top. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so and and that's the thing um i i wear them every so often with any like if it's a dress where i just want to feel like i have a little bit of control or want to make mm-hmm. it feel like i'm like put together you know not put together in like a fancy way just put together like my body is put together i don't know i can't yeah. describe it it's like it's like we're saying it's just a um it's like a weighted blanket kind of comfort <laughs> And so, um, yeah, and so I've just been really thankful for my Spanx because now we're getting into warmer weather. So I'm starting to wear all of my like summery kind of dresses again, which are which I like having them on underneath. Also, because then if like I fall or something, even though they're nude colored, people wouldn't be seeing my actual underwear. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't feel quite so. Um, and then the breeze doesn't hit, so you don't feel like yeah, like uh, I don't know in certain in certain yeah, dresses. Yes. Um, um, well, if any of our listeners out there, like you're almost not. Sorry, go ahead. Exactly. No, I was just gonna say, literally, if anyone out there has ever successfully peed in Spanx, I want to hear about it, and I want to know what the tip and trick is. That's a good idea. Oh, speaking of seventy some percent of people pee in the shower. I just think yeah. so. That needs to be a taboo that we all just get rid of. Because I mean, come on, <laughs> it's just it's warm it water, and I'm not getting out of the shower to pee. So <laughs> going it down drains the drain. right down. I also I brush my teeth in the shower. Which what? I brush my teeth in the shower, oh, which is apparently like weird. Like, oh, is it? I'm like, it makes sense. Double. I mean, I don't do that. I think so too. It makes sense to me. I guess someone yeah. did that. I was like, I oh, that's smart. <laughs> Nick Nick is always like weirded out by or actually he gets more angry because the to- I always leave the toothpaste in there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the main reason I wouldn't do it is I'd have to get it every night to brush my teeth. Well, I could have yeah. like a shower toothbrush and tooth. I mean, it's yeah, not going to be a terribly expensive investment. <laughs> Another. <laughs> yeah, so that's my Spanx. I'm I'm just I love Spanx for yeah. reasons that are not necessarily they make me look in a certain way. Which I'm yeah. celebrating. Well, especially, but, yeah. I wish I had some like yours that have been worn in to the point where mm-hmm. they're comfortable enough to wear as often as you do. Because lately, I try my Spanx on. I'm like, all right, that looks nice. And then I'm like, I can't wear this all day. And then I take them off. Yeah. Like even for my wedding, I was these were I bought mm. these Spanx for my wedding. I was like, I'm gonna be uncomfortable at night. This is my wedding. I want to have fun. I'd rather like 
not be perfectly yeah. shaped or whatever. So I didn't. You wear were them. gorgeous. Oh, I didn't oh, thank even you. Think about that. Yeah, yeah no, and I, I was have... also like you know. <laughs> small <laughs> you know and but at the time of course because mm-hmm. our our minds are all warped wrong around body yep. image I thought I wasn't as small as I should have been so when Nick and I got married they <clears throat> when we bought our we bought my wedding dress at David's bridal and they like size you with this corset that hooks in the back like a corset and so I wore that and it was so tight and uncomfortable. It left bruises on the side of my body that lasted for like three weeks. They were three there. It weeks? was insane. I thought you were going to say days when you said three. I was mm-hmm. like, that's terrible. Three weeks. Yeah, because we uh-huh. we went on the honeymoon and we got back and I was like with friends two weeks later and they were still there. It was it was wow. horrible. That's horrible. It, yeah, it was crazy. And I, didn't, I, I did not love that they like, uh, they don't even ask you when they're putting dresses on you. They just automatically put one of those on. Because they assume um, that's what you, you want. Well, you're I want think they like or something for them. It was like, this is the bra option kind of because it works as a bra, too. So like, oh. but it just goes all the way down to your belly button and is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever worn in my life. And so, yeah. um. Yeah. Well, I Anyways. tried one of those on at David Bridal's, yeah. um, and I I gave a different size because I wanted to see if maybe I was a different size bra than oh. I was. And the lady was, like, yeah. really annoyed that what? I thought I was this—she was, like, really rude. Yeah. Let's hear yes. your yes. I'm so ready. Okay. My yes is the mom code. Just—the uh, mom code when it comes to, like, responding to text. Obviously, yes. you don't want to be too flaky. Like, you want to try to get back— I try to get back as I can. But, I mean, I have this conversation often with all my friends. Like, it's cool. Like, if you don't get back to me for months, if we don't even talk for six months, and then he texts me, he's like, hey, man, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, especially with COVID. Um, I yes. never got back to the, you know, or, but to some extent, I don't even need an apology. Um, no. Especially if it's only been a week or two or Whatever, mm-hmm. I just like happens. It's gonna happen. It's cool. I'm gonna do it to you. I hope you're cool with it. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's most likely not intentional. <laughs> I I've most likely tried numerous times, or at least <laughs> thought about texting you back, only to be interrupted, distracted, what have you. So, um, I just want to get well, that out there. Like, let let's just make this a standard, everybody. You know, even friends. Uh, that yes. don't have kids. I mean, what? Some of the best friends like there that I have, I still consider them my closest friends. I haven't talked to in like a year, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I would call them up as soon as I'm in Indiana and be like, "Hey, yes. let's get together." And it would be like no time had passed, except that we would mm-hmm. talk about all the time that had, <laughs> things that have <laughs> happened in our lives. But other than that, it it's there's just there's no hard feelings. Just. That's where a relationship is. Well, That's what works for our busy lives, you know? I love saying this out loud and, like, let's make this the norm, especially the part yeah. where, and I know everyone's different, but I'm with you. Like, if you kind of ghost me for a while, there are zero hard feelings. Mm-hmm. Life is busy. Yeah. You never owe me an explanation about how crazy your life has been because I understand and I'm not ever going to hold that against you. Yes. I think the other thing, <clears throat> and this is something that we have talked about, like texted quite a bit, um, 
is that if we're in the middle of a conversation through text and all of a sudden I drop off the face of the earth and stop responding, like we know that's part of this mom code is that like it's not that I'm ignoring you or it's not that you said something weird. It's that one of my kids just fell off of the couch and now I have to go attend to that and I'll get back to this in six hours, you know. And that's kind of what I like about texting is it feels like an ongoing conversation that's allowed to take as long as it needs. Yes. Like you can be ha- you can have a two paragraph conversation that lasts a week, mm-hmm. you know, a two text because you, you just yes. can't get back to them. And that's exactly. perfectly OK. It's actually kind of a nice use of the tool that is texting, I think, you know, I because you, you don't have a a voicemail that feels like you ha- must respond in a timely manner mm-hmm. or an email. It feels like feels like the other modes of communication have like timestamps or like yes. courtesy amounts of times wrapped up with them because they're used mm-hmm. in the professional world. But texts are so are the casual communication. Yes. So let's let's let them be casual. <laughs> I Keep agree. text no, casual. I think it's perfect. <laughs> I just like I like <laughs> that needs to be a t shirt. <laughs> Keep casual texture. <laughs> well I just I think that that's perfect. And and I am also sometimes the, I do this actually a lot where I'll be in the middle of something like the dishes and my phone buzzes and I look at the text and I see it and I say, all right, I got to get back to that. And then three days later, I realize that I never had because once I open it, it's yes. not marked as a new text anymore. So it immediately leaves my brain. I don't space. open them because I need them to stay. So if it says if you have them. I think I said read red receipts or whatever with people. So if it's still unread in like three days, it's because I'm like, I need to read it because I don't want to forget to get back to you, but I have to read it at a time I know I can get back to you. Yes. Especially like, well, like Instagram messages and things. I always leave the tags up if, if, and I don't read them until I know I can respond. That's smart. Yeah, that does make sense. Or else There was something that happened (laughs) just this last week where, um, a, a very dear friend who I worked with years ago, um, they are going through an adoption. And so she reached oh, out wow. to me asking yeah. about fundraising. OK. And it was such a sweet message. It was so sweet. And in my head, I was like, OK, these are the things I'm going to say. That was like three months ago. And yesterday I realized I never responded. <sighs> I responded in my head and not in person. Oh, no. So and now it's like that thing where I want to re- I need to respond and I want to respond. But I also want her to know, like. Like, you didn't say anything wrong. You didn't, no. like, there was, it was yes. so perfect. You asked, she was, like, really worried about um, asking, like, too personal of a question, which for me is not necessarily, if you if I call you a friend, there's, I don't know if there's too, something I won't share with you if you ask, yeah. especially for help, you Same know, with me. or advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just realized yesterday I didn't respond. I feel really bad. And so well, now, but now it's like a big text like that. That's so important. You want to respond and really be thoughtful yes, and nice. So yes. it's almost like it can take longer to get to it. It's almost yeah. a flat. It's almost like a compliment when you really think about it. Like if if, <laughs> if the other person wasn't wondering like, oh, no, did I ask you personal question and that stuff. But like in the context of what it is for you. And how yes. and knowing you and that it was an important text for you to be like really like help her with. I'm sure you exactly. really wanted to have like a very nice and text. Yes. That would take longer for me to respond to yeah. too. 
Yes. And I can even tell you exactly where I was sitting when I opened it and read it. I was in Charlie's room. It was like right after his nap time. So we were kind of in that in between of getting him out of bed and returning to life as normal, you know, so it was and I it was absolutely one of those things I needed to sit down and really type a whole bunch of and just like not only support, but just like. This is the stuff that worked for us and what didn't. And Mm -hmm. I, well, yes, your experience is so invaluable in that because what a process. It's such a process. But I still haven't responded because now I'm like trying to figure out how to. So she's listening to this. I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Now it's going to take longer because you have to think about it. Yes. You have to think about it. Like the apology. Terrible catch. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) so uh my only well i have a a lot of work goals this week but my one of my only personal goals this week is to like respond to that i have and it i'm not it's not that i'm dreading it it's more just like i really want it i want her to know how much i uh love her and support her through it whatever so anyways it's more just like i can't i'm kicking myself like crazy she's your friend for a reason she'll understand you know like Especially, yep. and she knows you. I think I forget sometimes people know me, and so yes. I don't need to maybe be as apologetic as I am sometimes. Or, like, people, prove I think, myself to them. Prove, yes, I like, have to prove, yes, because they know that, yes. like, I'm a, I mean, I'm caring person. Very, try, I'm a caring person. I am. It's yeah, true. you are a caring person. But yeah, that's it. That's just it. I sometimes I forget that like these are people that I've spent time with. It's not like a stranger on the no. internet. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You no, know, that's what so. um like honestly, listening to my voice on the podcast and the things I talk about has helped me realize that people will understand people who know me will understand that I don't intend that. My like that yeah. I basically I'm a person who generally most of the time has good intentions. Not yes, that intent, you know, there's a whole other conversation about it doesn't oh, matter, always matter if your intentions yeah, uh-huh. are good, if the impact is bad. Blah, blah, blah. But you you get my point. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, yeah, that's, that's the yes. Perfect. What, what are you going to say right. no to this week? No, no, no. No, no, well, no. We say no, 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 yeah. no, no, yeah. no. Charlie has started saying no. This is not my no, but um, because because he's a little bit nonverbal. Well, he's not nonverbal, but he just doesn't say words a lot of times. But he yeah. started to finally say no. He's almost two, and he just started to say no last week, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. I love it, but it's really cute yeah. now when he does it. So, all right. So oh. my no this week, <laughs> Izzy, oh. but that's real cute. Yeah, <laughs> give it a, a month. Is, He's my youngest one. This is what I said last week that I like I can tell I'm treating him differently than I would have any of the other kids. And this is one of those things when he does this like, no, 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 no. I just kind of giggle at him. (laughs) No wonder the older kids always have resentments against us youngest ones. I don't. Yeah. I didn't see that. I only saw like I always told my brother, or just said generally, like, okay, maybe I was spoiled, but you to forget to take into consideration how you two treated me because that was <laughs> I was not spoiled in that way. I promise you. That's hilarious. Well, 
Yeah, he's going to he might turn out to be a little bit of a monster. We'll see. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> well, his genes are good. So there's uh, still, still hope for him. Let's hope. So my know this week is um, he's just going to think his, his, his poop don't stink. <laughs> my know this week is um, family sicknesses that oh, that's through the house and you literally had this last week and um charlie on monday started having kind of a runny nose but also just like a ton of drool so i thought it was some of his like back teeth coming in you know he was a little bit cranky um and maybe that was optimist natalie like just really hoping for the best and so um yeah so guess what it's not his teeth (laughs) (laughs) It's something bigger. Um, We don't know. I mean, I think it's just a cold. The kids have told me that all of the kids in their classes are constantly in and out of the nurses and all this stuff. So I think it's just a bug that's going around. But um, it's like Charlie is patient zero. And once he gets sick, there is no hope. He is just this like little living weapon of mass destruction when it comes to illness. Because he's constantly... Once he gets sick, he's just like from from head to foot covered in those like giant yellow, goopy, slimy boogers because he wipes them all over his body. Yeah, they drool they onto all his over shirt. your body. Franklin has had well, he well, just got over his runny nose. All of my clothes are just covered in yep. his snot. And then Evie, yes. so I wasn't sick yet, and then Evie sneezes, and I feel her snot go on my face. Exactly, and I'm like, this is why everyone's gonna get sick. I just like remember like staring into the void, like we're all getting sick like it's happening it's happening that's exactly (laughs) he sneezed on my food on monday because he insisted that he was done and i was still sitting in a chair eating my lunch and so he came over to look at it and then he sneezed all over my plate and my option was like eat this eat the food or go hungry so of course So I ate it and now I am paying the price. But yeah, little Charlie weapon of mass destruction because he gets covered in snot and then he just bounces from piece of furniture because even though he's sick, he's still going 100 miles an hour and he's still so Mm -hmm. hyper. So he's bouncing from piece of furniture to piece of furniture. He's touching every other person in the house. The Uh kids have this train whistle. And I realized yesterday that I bet every (gasps) single person, like all of the kids had probably put their mouth on it and the Last, including Charlie, who's really into making the whistling noise that it makes. So, I mean, it is absolutely no surprise. It's just always it's always so annoying. It always makes me look back and see. All right. Yep. I I got sick when Charlie sneezed on my food. Ava is constantly <laughs> touching his face because she just like is the big sister in that way. The boys Aww. probably didn't wash their hands except for at school. <laughs> you know, it's just like it gets around yeah. like crazy. So poor Ava was throwing up all night and all she came into our room twice and um oh, poor babe. She had to she got the we didn't use the spaghetti pot this time. We used an actual trash can. <laughs> but the other I mean it we sound when you when just listening throughout the house, everyone's coughing like crazy. We've got stuffy noses. I mean it's just a sight. It we are a sight right now. Except for Nick, who literally never gets sick, which is a blessing. <laughs> so teacher immune system, man. We absolutely think that that's what it is because um mm-hmm. my aunt he, he, um was a teacher and she she never gets she never gets sick to this day. Yeah. And yeah. Like every teacher it's I crazy. know, they just have a, an immune system of steel <laughs> because it's, they're around this amazing. nastiness all day. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> That's exactly right. He never gets sick. There was a time a few years ago we had three kids in the house and we all had strep throat and an ear infection. All me and the three kids all tested positive <laughs> for both and Nick had nothing. He had nothing. It's just like, and it's Maybe it's that's so why I didn't good get COVID because from you either. It's just like yeah. Nick just doesn't get sick. Well, honestly, this is my theory. I think he <laughs> had it and was asymptomatic oh. because everything we've been hearing has said that if you had COVID, the vaccine is a little bit worse. And his both of his shots were like they took him out for sixteen hours. He did not leave oh, bed. That makes so, so I much honestly sense. think that he had it first and then. But he just wasn't because well, how could it be possible too. when we see this? How could it be possible for me to have it in the house for two or three days before we separated and yeah. no one else? And catch he, he it? tested negative probably because he had it before you. Exactly. That's and then, so this is just a theory. But I honestly think that that's that what makes, happened. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So he it's good he doesn't get sick because then he can take kind of help, you know, uh, as soon as he gets home. I can go to bed, but I do get very bitter about it. Yes. No, that's actually the best thing for like a couple with kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that too. But but at least, yeah. Why can't you be the one who never gets sick? Yeah. So well, you just have to take care of all of you. So today we literally watch TV from like 8 a.m. until the kids are still watching TV. That never happens in our house. We're just and it's not because I'm like this TV snob. It's just that we're too busy for it. And so, yeah, um, yeah it was the kids. And Henry at one point was like, this is boring. And I was like, your body needs to heal. Lay out the couch. So, <laughs> but everyone Seriously, took though. naps. This, I mean, it's been, a, and I have a feeling they will still be home from school tomorrow. So, um, we're going yeah, for day two. Sounds like it, especially poor Ava. Just the the oh. recovery from like throwing up so much. Well, and then she was like shaky because any if she drank or ate anything, she'd throw it right up. And so it was <sighs> but after she she napped for a long time and um I can Good. tell she woke up better. But everybody got to take a yeah, big that, that big bath in the big fun bathtub today and it was <laughs> yeah, it was a day. So that's my no is just the <laughs> fact that like if you have littles in the house you know how it works. It spreads through like I just, crazy. And then, I mean, when I was, I had to do the snot sucker to Franklin's nose. Um, and it was kind of cute because he, well, a little bit, because he actually liked it. <gasps> so I put it to his nose and he'd just like smile. He'd be like, oh, that's adorable. And it was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did the one that's that you used your mouth? This episode. That freaks me out. Oh, yeah. It's the one. Oh, no. I almost threw up a couple times. Normally, it's not that bad because not that much snot comes out. But he was, like, starting to fill the tube. And I'm like. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the one that you suck. It's very effective. Uh, ben can't do it. He, he didn't have the stomach for it. So. I don't think I um, can. It's making me queasy <coughs> thinking about it. <laughs> oh, okay. We use the ball thing, and all of the kids have hated that thing. But it's so satisfying when you get a big, giant booger out with that. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. What's your no this week? <laughs> um, just the idea that women are, okay, natural caregivers are like naturally good at all things motherhood i'm not saying i mean there are definitely like differences between the sexes obviously yes. maybe maybe there's some i mean 
Yeah, you breastfeed, you bond, you have you have different chemicals. Yes. But I think that sometimes it's used as an excuse mm. for women or no, more so, it's it can be I think to an extreme um it can be used as an excuse for other people not to help the mom. Uh, yes. <laughs> because oh well, you're just naturally good at that. And I also think it takes away all the hard work sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it annoys me if someone says well, you know, you're just naturally a more more soothing as the mother, you know, and it's just and and it's just like I worked really really hard to be able to soothe this child. Yes, is I I you know, um, yes, I need to trust my instincts more, but I researched a ton. I mean, just like the stamina of the sleep deprivation. I just I guess you know what it really comes down to as I'm thinking about this is like moms deserve more credit, just generally yes. speaking. But it's not just natural. Just because a lot of people are moms mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean that they were naturally good at it. I mean, a lot of people are dads, too. Um, we work really, 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 really hard. Yep. And we have to work on ourselves a lot. And we have to lose a lot of sleep and be there. And being caring and that selfless is a practice. Yeah. And it is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes there have been times in order that I have had to completely forget about myself, especially during sleep deprivation. Yeah. Where it's gone to the point of if I think about how much I want to sleep right now, mm. I will lose my mind. Yeah. And so I just had to focus on what my daughter needs. Yeah. I had to forget myself in order to take care of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh completely. Um that wasn't did not come naturally, I assure you. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's just kind of my no, is that just we all deserve a little more credit. <laughs> it's so funny because this will tie right into my hello, like oh, nice. hand in oh, hand, I almost word for word. Yeah. No, I think Beautiful. It's, it's so true. And I um, because it really becomes prevalent when you look at like how someone would treat a stay at home dad versus a stay at home mom. I feel like a stay at home dad gets a lot of like almost good job stickers kind of you know like a you're doing an awesome yeah. job um because it, there's just this association that women are supposed to or even I don't like the idea that like because you're a woman you're supposed to enjoy it I don't I don't love that kind of pressure either you yeah. know and so <clears throat> are you supposed to prefer staying at home or something yes. I mean any kind of stereotypical trope like that. Well, and I think, and we've talked about this before, I think that like working moms are um, much more prevalent now. It's not like a big deal to be a working mom now, but I think that you are a working mom and you're still expected to do a ton of the caregiving work, you know, which might not always be necessarily true from a working dad or, um, or the, working dads kind of get more of a break from society about it or something like that. You know, I, I feel like that's, um, yeah. Yep. But I love your point that it's not natural. You, you work for it. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Having to every day. And it's really hard. The, the nature nurture debate is hard to distinguish regardless, but when it, I mean, it just seems like an easy thing to say. Mm Mm-hmm. And it needs more forethought. Yeah. A lot more forethought before, well, you're naturally more of a caregiver, obviously. You're a woman. It's like, 
could maybe talk to me first and see how hard I worked at this before you say that <laughs> and see all that went involved. I think, I think it's just like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's too, too easy of a statement. Well, and it some women are not natural caregivers it. and that's okay too. No, and that's there's, fine. You know, <laughs> there's no expectation yeah. for you to be simply because you are a woman. And so like, what kind right. of guilt do you think is added on top of that? Yes. Uh, like stigma. If like, you like just I think that might even play into that, like why women who don't want children are doubted or looked down upon. Yeah. Um, so silly. Culturally speaking, it is silly is they're, they're they're not fitting into the trope that everyone has has uh, made up for for our gender. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's a great reminder. And like I said, it literally ties directly into my hello. <laughs> Ooh, so, perfect. Let's hear it. I was browsing um, Parents Magazine's website today, just parents.com, and they had an article about this website called MomsDeserveMoreFlowersStore.com. And so it's this website, um, MomsDeserveMoreFlowersStore.com. <laughs> and it's the headline of it like the very first thing it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like this kind of fake flower shop it says introducing the 800 billion dollar mother's day bouquet and the whole website is based around um kind of all of the things that moms have given up or had to add to their list of to-dos in the last pandemic year versus what most men have had to, or fathers have had to add or wow. given up. Women, so, oh, it's been terrible how it much. It has been. How many, the fewer women in the workplace. Yes. It's awful. And so, um, so this is, it's by the Marshall Plans for Mom. And this is a, this is their quote about what they are. It says, um, it, they are a national movement to center women in our economic recovery and value women's labor by advocating for public and private sector policies that support all moms. Other countries have social safety nets. America has moms. It's time for this change. It's true. We we feel the caregiving gap for the elderly, too. Yeah, majorly. Exactly. Um, there was I saw we're just real quick. There was like something on Instagram. It was like, um, I don't understand. When people are really like, I really want a boy, I need a boy, we have to have a boy at this point in um, oh. the modern world and but the main reason was kind of funny it's like I mean like it was just a very high percentage of daughters are the ones who end up caring for their parents like you're going to be left alone <laughs> <laughs> if it's your unless her, their uh, wives are pretty pretty nice yeah <laughs> you're uh you're not going to have much care in your old age. <laughs> so for the un yeah, that's totally a true statement. I have my my friend whose code name is Cheryl. She has three boys, and we've had this conversation because for a while she was thinking, you know, I kind code of want a daughter. Yeah, and um, and one of the things was even things like prom dresses or you know like um being in a delivery room for your see your grandchildren. You know, when you only so there's some things like yeah. that that. Um, yeah, but anyways, so on I think too, it's different. Oh, just real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love this website so much too. I want to hear about it. Um, but it's different too. I think being the grandma who is the in-law. Yes. Grandma, like be to the, 
mom because the mom is so um like you just can't you can't get as involved my thing well it's just that my relationship in ways yes exactly so um all right so it's set up like a shop so it has all these lists of bouquets that you can click on and so the unpaid work bouquet which is listed for 800 billion dollars it says that millions of women either lost their jobs or gave up paying jobs to do billions in unpaid labor supporting others last year so whether that was being home with their kids when they weren't in school whether that was taking in someone else whatever um, the value of those lost wages was 800 billion dollars globally according to oxfam wow yeah so um and each on that oh can on that note can i make Mm -hmm. another comment yeah um i read an article um well, Ben's industry is experiencing this and they're, they're experiencing across the country is that uh, factories are having a really difficult time finding uh, skilled laborers mm-hmm. because um, and this article was saying that a big part is that they, they people don't realize the jobs are there because they're assuming that robotics are taking over. And also there's not enough diversity oh. because it's the manufacturing is traditionally known as a male's role. And so they don't diversify and include more women then they're going to keep having this like major la- uh, labor shortage and that ties in somehow. <laughs> Forget. Yeah. <laughs> where, where my thoughts were. <laughs> no, I think no, this been a... is incredible. I'm loving it. So, so um, and then each bouquet that they have, it, they say that it's curated by, and then each one is curated by either one major organization or like a bunch of organizations. So this one, um, it's just talking about how, um, care needs have spiked during the pandemic and women who are the shock absorbers of society have stepped in to fill the gap at their expense of their own yes. economic and emotional well-being. So um, there's a ton of these and they're hilarious. Well, not funny. They're just it's such a clever way to do this. That's, I think, what yes. I mean by hilarious. It's just so clever. So there's and it just it really um hits home the point you know like it stands out yep um so the lack of child care bouquet goes for thirteen thousand dollars which is um thirteen thousand dollars is the average amount that a person pays in child care per kid every year and so um it's talking about like how you can't work if your child care doesn't work and then each one has like these stories that go with them and they're just personal stories, like one or two sentences from moms about how hard the last year has been. So there's that one. There's the lost job bouquet because so many women have kind of given up their bouquet or their bouquet, their jobs or were laid off. Yes. There's the pay gap bouquet that goes for $15,000, which they're saying is the bake. <laughs> pay gap between a working mom and a working dad there's i i really really like this one the paid leave bouquet for a little under ten thousand dollars and because leaving the workforce to take care of your family it says that it's a little around nine thousand five hundred dollars um is the average for working adults after 12 weeks of losing or leaving their job, whether that's for maternity leave or paternity leave. And it's just talking about how paid leave is um, the way to do that. And so there's that one. And then the last one is the mental stress bouquet. 
and <laughs> <laughs> this one's for $3,500. Um, and so um, mental health, and it's saying that came to that number because um, it's saying mental health support costs like $287 a month on average. And so that's how much it costs a year. And um, I just really love this because it's so yes. clever. It's such a clever way to put, and it's really a beautiful website too, but it's such a clever way to put into words, just like what you were saying, how um, different the experience can be sometimes for moms and yeah, um, how much more we're giving up or just straight up adding to our already busy schedule, especially this last year. So um, yeah, so that's my hello. I just, I happened to find it and I, I was just like, this is amazing. It's amazing. I haven't actually clicked on any, like if you, um, oh, the, the lost job bouquet is supported by or curated by scary mommy, which, you know, the website that like, oh, yep, nice. Yeah. They're wonderful. I don't know what happens if I hit buy now. I'm going to try it. Oh, it's like a campaign, I think. Oh, my gosh. This is so clever. Okay. So it says that the support is put towards furthering the Marshall Plan for Moms agenda, which what I kind of read what that was before exactly. So you can do custom amounts. You can do the cost of one of those bouquets and donate that. That is so clever. Who came up with this? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm saying. I just... I. It, it is so clever. It's so clever. Yeah. So um, that's my hello. I just really love this site. We'll try and I hope I'm because this won't post until after Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. But happy um, Mother's Day. I'll put a link to it in our show notes and hopefully it will still be up, Um, you know, because I'm worried yes. they'll take it down after Sunday. But we're going to do our best. So, yep. So that's yeah. my hello. Sarah, what's your okay. hello today? <laughs> I could not think of a hello for the life of me. I <laughs> it's been a busy week. Um, was really sick and my brain's just still. I mean, yeah. it's just been hasn't been running. Well, running you're right. you're preparing the gears for a lot of things that are about to happen. Yes, my um okay, this is huge. My parents are coming into town for the first time mm -hmm. since well, my mom came once. My dad has not met my son, Aww. yeah, who turns one next yeah. week, and he's going to meet him for the first time. It's going to be incredible. It's going to, it's just, I don't even know how, it's going to be wild. It's happy, so happy, mostly happy, very happy, but yes, just, uh, so yeah, we've been, we're going to the coast for four days, um, <laughs> Rockaway Beach on the Oregon coast. It's beautiful. Just stay there, and then, um, yeah, it's going to be amazing, but I thought it'd be fun to do something actually random for my hello like, this is so <laughs> random um so i thought i would do okay i'm gonna give you five words okay and then whatever word comes after these five words so word association okay whatever word you come up with after whatever five words i come up with i don't know probably gonna be a lot to do with clothes since i'm in a closet <laughs> <laughs> i'm horrible at this kind of stuff then, and then that's gonna be our topic oh <laughs> and hopefully we have something to say on it <gasps> I love this, this idea. Fun? Okay, yep. I'm I don't know. I just thought maybe it's something fun, kind of a game. I, I think like games. I think it's fun. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes so I don't use the closet as inspiration. <laughs> okay. Uh, literary, right. briefcase, toes. 
Wait, and so do I have to come up with one word at the end or five words? The first word that comes to your mind at the end, one word. Okay, okay. Okay, what do I have a literary briefcase so far? Okay. Okay. <laughs> literary briefcase, toes, leggings, chapel. <laughs> literary briefcase, toes, leggings, chapel. That's five. Okay, what's, what's so the, first, word the first thing that came to my mind was a book called The Time Traveler's Wife because on the front of it, Actually, I don't I might actually be thinking of a different book, but the cover I'm picturing is like a suitcase that an old school suitcase that's hard like a briefcase. And there's someone with yeah, feet it was a there. And it's literary. So that's what I I didn't even the last oh, two words so didn't good. even mean anything. So maybe our topic is um uh time traveling. Like if you could time travel. <gasps> time traveling. For even for like family's sake. So mm. Think like think about like if you could time travel to meet anyone in your family, whether it's someone who's alive now and meet them when they're younger oh. or someone who's dead, who would you meet? Or in the future, you can meet like a future generation too. Future generation. Would you do like like this your blowing my mind. your great great grandkids or something? No, I'm trying to think. Yeah, who would I want to meet? Okay, I, well, I never met my grandpa on my dad's side. He, I think I would really have loved him, but he wasn't much of a talker. So <laughs> I feel like we would have met, and then he would kind of been just like, I've heard you the know, same thing because I never met my my mom's dad died when she was twelve, and so um, but all of the th- it, it's all the same things that he was oh, wow. kind of like had a very serious mom. face, and um, didn't. Like, I don't know if he didn't talk a lot, but it was just kind of because only one of the grandkids was born. And um, because my mom is like a surprise baby. So all of her brothers are a lot older than her. And so there's only one picture of him with a grandkid. um, And they said it was this like really rare moment. Usually the grand this grandchild was scared of him because he was just so serious and tall. And um, (laughs) and it's a picture where she's laughing with him or something. Anyways, that's not the point. It's just that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can continue. Okay. All right. Let's see. All right. Oh gosh. First, would you? Okay. Know. Here. First step. Because my family were all farmers, so they all had to work so 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 yep, so hard. Same. And for that reason, I don't think they had much else to talk about but farming. No offense, fam. <laughs> I really want to. I would like meet someone and talk about farming. Uh, is that rude to your ancestors? Nope. <laughs> You were amazing uh, working through the Depression in South Dakota. Good job. It might be rude to current farmers. <laughs> but that story, even if they didn't, they probably thought that their story was boring. But knowing right? now. They were just surviving. That their story. Oh, wow. Yes. yes their story exactly. is incredible. Oh, yeah, oh, I know who I would meet. Okay. I know. Tell me. Okay. My mom's grandma. Okay. My, um, so my grandma's mom. Yeah. My, so let me just do all the ways. <laughs> my great grandma. <laughs> well, I've heard that she was this, the kind of woman who would take a stranger off the street and like, just such this big heart, big loving heart. Mm-hmm. Just, um, she like basically raised my mom until I think my mom was like 12. Well, not oh, wow. raised with my grandma, Yeah, like together, like my mom lived with um, her grandparents and my grandma. Yeah. 
until my grandma remarried. And um, she was just a special lady. She had my grandma when she was 15 years old. <gasps> she had oh. came from an abusive home. They don't know the details of what happened and then ran away with my great grandpa in Tennessee and wow. then had and had my got married and had my grandma. So and then she had so she had wow. my grandma, um my uncle I think she had five kids. I'm sorry if I'm missing one of my aunts or uncles. Uh, um <laughs> So she it's... raised five kids, and so when she was fifteen, when by the time she was seventeen, she had two at least two kids. Holy! So moly. can you imagine? And then in, into her early twenties, no. so she's still very young with five kids. Um, there is a gap between, um, like, there's a gap between some kids there, but, and then also yeah. my grandpa was in. I think great grandpa was in the navy. And we had to go off to World War II. She was at home with the wow. kids all alone. And I don't think in his youth he was the nicest person. Cause she ha- so okay. I think as he got older, he was nicer. So she uh, sounds like a pretty incredible person to still have that heart. My grandma had a big heart like that. She loved everybody. She was so nonjudgmental, yeah. too. Um, she's pretty – she was just a very loving person. But, yeah, that's the one. Who would you choose? I think I'd go back in time and I'd either like want to meet my mom's mom when she was younger. Her name was mm. Esther and I share her middle name. And oh. um wait, what? Because... I thought your middle name was Jean. It is. Esther Jean was her name, and I'm Natalie Jean. Oh, okay. I yeah. was like, You're not Natalie Esther, are you? No. <laughs> so um But because she was a little bit older when she had my mom and then my mom was 30 when she had me. So we called her grandma boss. She was just a little bit older when I was a kid, when I have memories with her. So I never got to experience like the spunky side of her. It was more the um, even though she was still very much she was so smart and so sharp. She like we spent a lot of time playing games together, that kind of stuff. But I would have loved to meet her when she was younger and f- kind and of figure out older more about her too. personality. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. If she was 32 and you were 32, yes. you know, like the same age yeah. to meet her. Mm-hmm. I have this picture of her and it's either her sister or a friend of her because my whole family's from Michigan and it's them on a beach together and they're laughing so hard. And it's this old, yes. like, um, it's, you know, it's like two inches by three inches. It has the like cutout border. That's all. I mean, it's just the best picture ever. And, um, and she's she can just see how much she's how much fun she's having. So I'd love to meet her around this age, you know, Ugh. and um, they were farmers, um, kind of like you said, with your family, they were yeah. farmers. And then when my um, grandpa, who I never met, died, she kept the farm going for a little bit and then <gasps> had to move. You know, so what? I just think that that story. Yeah, I Rockstar. just think that story would have been pretty incredible. So um that or my 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 um we call her Nima. Hi Neem. Um on my dad's side. It's my grandma on my dad's side. And I come from an extremely Dutch family. Um yes. so my yeah, very Dutch. My so my grandma's um 
maiden name is Veldir, and Veldir Tulip Farms is one of the major tulip farms in Holland, Michigan. I love that name, V, that good V sound. I love a good V sound, man. Our our family is full of Vini, (laughs) just like Dutch (laughs) names. (laughs) And so, um, but he apparently... I don't, he must. He may have been a little bit rough around the edges, but I think um, from what I remember, my grandma Nima telling me is that he basically only still spoke Dutch, and for years he like rode the rails around the country. Whoa! So, wow! Yes, I, I know. I wish I need to ask her more about that because was it during the depression? I didn't know that until I was like an adult. I'm trying to think time wise. It may have been my math is not great, and Mine. so. She wouldn't have been alive in that time. My grandma boss was alive, but they were in a, I don't know. But I would have loved to meet him and just, um, I think that would have been kind of funny. So anyways, yeah, that's my, uh, that's that's who I'd go. It would be cool to also, though, meet like Ava's grandkids and Henry and Harrison, like their grandkids one day, yeah. like see, see them the with future their of grandkids. Our gener- what we've, yeah, yes, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be inter- like to see if I could still see parts of them and each of their grandkids, kind of. So, yeah, yeah. But that was fun. That the was word association fun. Topic. I, what that a great a- like way to pull that <laughs> out of those words. <laughs> to, wait, for, you went for time traveler's wife, but yeah, time traveler. Oh man, that was good. That's that was like so my, funny. One of the best hellos. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. You had some good you had some good words. I would have not have been able to think of anything that wasn't associated with everything else it, I was saying, you know? <laughs> it helped um to close my eyes. All right. Yeah. As we wrap up today's episode, we wanna hear from you. It's one of our favorite things. Email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com and tell us who would you visit when you time traveled in uh your family's yeah. past. Or have you thought about this and you just know exactly what you would do? When you time traveled, what you would change and how the butterfly effect would change our whole world. And um, I don't know. I think I'd only do it if we knew that that like it wouldn't change anything about the future or past. Oh, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Like if it was um, or like if you can pee in Spanx, I'm super interested. That's very (laughs) that's actually number one. Um, besides changing the world time travel because I mean where is that really going to get us Uh, so if you like what you heard today there are a few really important things that you can do to help others find us make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast rate and review us and share us with someone else who you think might enjoy our show and don't forget, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lumpy Mother Podcast and on Twitter at Lumpy Mother Pod 1 And make sure you join us next week to see what motherhood has in store for our lives and yours. Bye. Uh.